Welcome to the Life Lessons Podcast. I'm Jen Stevens. I'm a retired teacher, the author of several books, including the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, and I love nothing more than building community. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've spent my life helping others through my work in healthcare and as a volunteer for various organizations. We are friends who share a love of learning, problem solving, and bringing people together. Each week, join us as we share inspiring stories and bring you new ideas designed to help you live your best life. So now let's learn something new, get inspired and have some fun. everybody. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to this week's episode of the Life Lessons Podcast. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm doing great. Me too. I'm so excited. I just am having a great weekend. My friends from college, four of them are on the way right now to come and stay here with me. I love that it's Thursday and your weekend is already starting. Well, I know, you know, that's what happens (laughs) when you're retired and you work from home. (laughs) Did you, did you watch Downton Abbey? Yes. Do you remember yes. the, the, it was she, the Countess Violet, when at one point someone said something about the weekend and she said, what's a weekend? That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's my life now. What's a weekend? Anyway, I'm really excited to have them here and the weather's going to be beautiful and that's going to be nice. I'm also super excited because we closed on the new condo yesterday. That is exciting. And we've completely changed our plans one more time because I keep thinking it through And um, really, I do not want to rent property to people that I also would be staying in. So we're just going to use the new beach condo as my office. It'll have one bedroom and like my sister and her husband are coming to visit. They'll probably stay there, but we're just going to sell this big house. And if we ever want to rent something, we're going to buy something that'll be just for renting. And that'll be it. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Well, I'm really excited. And, you know, we went to the condo after we closed yesterday and it just feels so good. So soon we're going to have to move a bunch of furniture around before we sell this house. Like my office will have to move, but soon I'll be coming to you from the podcast from the new condo office. And I'm also going to use it to meet people that come to visit. Like I'm really excited Tuesday, two members of the Delay Don't Deny online community Uh are both happened to be in the area and they both reached out to me through the community and said, hey, I'm going to be there. So they're going to come over to the condo and have coffee with me. Awesome. So I'm like, it's my office. Come to my office. We'll be able to watch the ocean, drink our coffee. They'll be able to see where I record the podcast in the future. (laughs) Anyway, I'm really excited about what the future will hold. Well, I hate that the big house didn't work out for you, well, but I'm glad I love that you the big house. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful house. house. It's a beautiful house. But I really, before we got here, I completely envisioned it being different because, you know, we lived in Augusta and we had a big house and I would drive to the beach four hours to stay at the, at the beach house. Mm-hmm. And so I envisioned we were just moving our primary residence and we needed to replace it. Right. And so once we got here and lived here for a few months, I realized I just only wanted to wake up at the beach house. Mm-hmm. And so that became the problem. And then I realized I don't even, you know, we we got rid of a lot of stuff and downsized a lot. But when you're when you're in the little tiny house, you can only have so much stuff. And how often did I really need to come over here and get something? Not very often. Right. It was just, you know, you need somewhere to store your seasonal clothes and things mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, you don't need a whole house for that. <laughs> right. So I'm downsizing some more. I just don't need all of all of the stuff. And so, 
you know, this when we realized it wasn't going to be our primary residence, we're like, well, what do we do? And you know, the whole idea of renting it. But I just, you know, it's a big house, and the people that come in and rent big houses are just not always, you know, right. Big houses mean large, parties. big crowds. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is a five bedroom, four and a half bath house, and so you know, <laughs> yep. I, so. Yeah. We'll still have five bedrooms and four baths. They'll just be in the little tiny beach house that is 900 square feet and a little tiny condo that is also around 900 square feet. So, (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyway, it's going to work well. I'm excited. Well, this week we have a big thank you and some shout outs from Bette Lucas. Uh, She was our guest on episode 30. Uh, That podcast was entitled Living a Big Bold Life. So she wrote about um, she's having she was having some vacation woes. She wrote in all of our family of eight leaving for the airport chaos. We might have left my computer bag in the hotel room. Oh, boy. At the airport is when I realized it. After quickly reviewing my options, to be honest, none looked great. I decided to call the front desk of the Hotel Del Coronado and a sweet guy named Jorge answered. I convinced slash begged him to find me a cab or really anyone willing to drive it to the airport. After a few phone calls, he said he finally found a cab. However, by this time, the driver was 20 minutes away and, well, my flight was leaving in about 35 to 40 minutes. I decided to take my family through security and then with much reluctance, I left them to wait anxiously on the curb. After what felt like forever, the cab finally roared in, and as I was going through security, my husband Spencer said that they were going to close the doors to the flight. I had three minutes. It was not looking good. Meanwhile, on the flight, Spencer asked Davy, our daughter, to pray. Right after her prayer, an announcement came on the plane. The plane had a flat tire. The flight attendants rushed to Spencer, assuring him I would now be able to board the flight. Spencer called me and I almost cried and passed out from relief. He might have too, as he now didn't have to fly with all six kids alone. I would have never made it if it wasn't for the following angels. My praying Davy, helper Jorge at the Hotel del Coronado front desk, a Coronado cab dispatcher who sounded like the sweetest aunt you ever did have, the amazing cab driver with the kindest eyes, the TSA security agent who held it all together for me when I was one huge cluster, the sweet couple who let me cut in line all said the same thing. You are going to make it. I'm very imperfect and I juggle a lot, but I always believe things will work out when things go awry and I don't give up easily. I also try to act quickly. In life, things will go awry. We can be bummed out about it or we can do something about it. So today I'm thankful for prayer, angels on earth, and well, the stubborn soul God gave me that tells me giving up is never an option. Well, I just love that story. And, you know, that just shows prayers were answer- answered literally flat tire. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a, an answered prayer if, I mean, nothing else. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest sign you were meant to make that flight. I love it. So listeners, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to a special someone in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. So before we get to the life lesson of the week, we always take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. I usually talk about Cleanish and all the great companies that 
um, support my cleanish lifestyle. But I want to today specifically talk about Beauty Counter. Um, everybody knows I like to keep things simple. Intermittent fasting does that for me. And I need the products I buy to be simple as well. And because of everything I learned when I wrote Cleanish, I realized that what I put on my skin really matters a lot. You know, people forget that what is on your skin gets into your body. Um, I've actually, we've, remember when someone was arguing with us about that one time, Sherry? Yes. It was in, I think it was in, back when I was still on Facebook. In Facebook. Somebody was arguing yes. about, uh-uh, that's not true. Things right. you put on your skin don't get into your body. And I'm like, I promise I you. I think it might have been like a vitamin patch or somebody, something somebody I, was asking about. I don't know about. what it was about, but... <laughs> You know, we we know it's true. Like, for example, I stuck on a new estrogen patch yesterday morning. And how does that estrogen get into my body? It goes in through my skin and then it gets wherever it needs to be. So anything that's going onto your skin can get into your body. And it is getting in your body. If you don't want it in your body, don't put it on your skin. So Beauty Counter has done all the work for me. They have what they call the Never List. And they make sure that every one of their products is free of those chemicals that are, you know, shown to not be good for us and safe. Um, I have a new favorite product that I just use. It happened by accident because I had a couple samples that they had sent me. Um, and the product that I'm now loving is the charcoal mask. You know, I have had very clear skin, no acne breakouts. I wasn't even using concealer for years. And I did not realize how much of that was related to the hormonal changes that menopause, you know, happened through my right. body. Yep. Now that I am on bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, you know, I used to have a perioral dermati- dermatitis. I think I just said that wrong. Perioral dermatitis. Uh-huh. It's a mouthful. I had that in the 90s when I was in my early 20s. And all of a sudden, I was breaking out on my chin again, and I was having to use concealer. So it was driving me crazy. Now that my hormones are youthful, I had skin like a teenager. So I pulled out the charcoal mask from Beauty Counter, and it cleared up everything on my chin. That's wonderful. Have you used it before? Oh, yes. I've used it. So I... Funny thing, I bought a bunch of samples to send out to people, and I loved it so much. (laughs) I am still using the box of samples I ordered. No, I I stopped sending them out to people because I like kept them. <laughs> well, I think it's it's going to last for a long time. The little sample is, but I mean, I couldn't believe how it cleared it all up. But anyway, I'm glad I had it. So everybody, if you're interested in trying out Beauty Counter, you can either go to beautycounter.com/slash/jenstevens or jenstevens.com/slash/beautycounter to shop with me. And now it's time for our life lesson of the week. So gift giving season is upon us. Mother's Day. In fact, Mother's Day is right after this podcast releases. Uh, We're recording this in April, but it's going to come out in May. Uh, Father's Day in June, graduations, weddings. And as people become more savvy consumers, they strive to buy more purposeful, meaningful, and lasting products, which means they've also changed the way they shop for gifts. More and more often, people are seeking to give truly meaningful gifts, ones that will last a lifetime, provide lasting memories, or that are meaningful keepsakes. In the Life Lessons community, this is often a topic of conversation. Our members jump in and ask for help trying to buy the perfect gift, and our members give great ideas and advice based on their personal experience or something that they would personally love to receive as a gift. So we went to the community and asked them to share these great ideas. Um, And basically, we just want to give you some ideas for the next time you are wanting to give a special gift and you're feeling uninspired. Hopefully this leaves you with some great ideas. 
So I really feel like there's two types of people, really great gift givers who put a lot of thought into each gift and are excited to give them. And then there are those who just do it because it needs to be done and they feel obligated. So which type of gift giver are you, Jen? Well, I want you to guess. I'm definitely one of those. What do you think? I think you know the person and you really try to give them something that is special to them. I That is exactly right. You know, I really want somebody to... I, like I, I spend a lot of time thinking about what to give them, mm-hmm. you know, and and I want it to match their personality. I want them to love it. I want them to use it. I, I don't want to ever give any anybody anything that they just like stick on a shelf or put in the regift box. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> How exactly. about you? Which type of gift giver are you? Oh, I'm the thoughtful one. Yeah, I really want to think it through and I want it to be meaningful. I think back to to like. I feel like my grandparents a lot would buy gifts sort of out of obligation, like it was Christmas. So they needed to get something for all of the kids. And then they had this thing like, well, they had to spend the exact same amount and they couldn't buy, they had to buy all the same gifts, right? Well, I mean, maybe out of 13 grandkids or however many there were, a few people liked those gifts, but then they really weren't for the other grandkids. And, um, And then I also think about just, I mean, bless their heart, just how much junk they they gave. I mean, you know how it is when kids have birthdays. It's just junk and it ends up in the trash. It ends up broken. And I like to give kids activity. Even with kids. Yes. I'm so much more thoughtful. It's a book set or some Uh type of activity. The teacher in me. It's something they can do. A craft set. You go to Hobby Lobby and go to the little aisle where they, you know, have things that kids can assemble and yeah, make little cars that drive and that kind of thing. That's exactly what I always get, like little science experiment things. Like I got my niece something where they had to excavate fossils and or had like gemstones in there and they like loved it. Yeah, I'm like the ant farm giver. Oh, (laughs) I do not give people bugs. (laughs) That's so funny. But yeah, it's got to be an activity kind of a thing. But I love that. But you know, it's really hard, you know, people just like to give money or gift cards, but I always feel like I don't want to do that. So this year, I, I know it's hard with the, the teenagers because they probably do really just want money mm-hmm. or the, the young adults. But this yes. year, I was like, I'm not doing it. So I gave all the, the young cousin, well, they're my nieces and nephews, but my kids' cousins, I gave them all, you know, they're starting to get married or get engaged. I gave them all cookbooks, like different cookbooks and they looked really excited because you know because they're going to be you know, setting up a house and yeah. wanting to cook together. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, what's the best gift you've ever received? You know, I'm at the point in my life. I also just talked about how we're downsizing from <laughs> even more, but I don't right? want stuff. I don't, don't want need stuff. stuff. Don't give me any stuff. You know, I want experiences with people. You know, my uh, my stepmother did something really special for all of us. You know, um, there are four of us kids and. Each year for Christmas, it was one of our turns. This is back in the the early-ish 2000s. I, it was my turn in maybe 2004, 2003, somewhere around in there. She took us each to New York um, for the holiday season as our Christmas gift. You know, we went to go see the Nutcracker. We went and um, did a lot of things in New York, and and that was really nice. That was the best gift that, that she ever gave me. You know, I don't right. need any more earrings. I don't need, right. you know anything like that. And um, the experience gift is really the one, that's the one I remember. How about you? What was your best gift that you've ever received? I also really like experience gifts or something that is like super indulgent that I wouldn't 
by yes, myself. A hundred percent. Like where I'd be like, I can't justify buying that for myself. Or, you know, like I'd really like to have that, but that seems over the top. So like right. I like to get stuff like that. And I do think about that with other people is like is like if I somebody said, Oh, I'd like to have this, but I wouldn't spend the money on it, then I right. like file that away. So for me, my best gift was an experience. And um, I got the Richard Petty driving experience for Christmas one year where I actually got to go to uh, Kansas Motor Speedway and drive a real NASCAR race car. Um, I went to driving school in the morning for a couple hours and um, they taught you all about how to drive a car on a racetrack at that speed. And um, then I got to go do eight laps and it was amazing. And just like thinking about it, I get that kind of exhilaration back again. And um, yeah, that's one, that's like one of those things that I would have never bought for myself. Right. And I loved it so much and I'll never forget it. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's the, what is special. I mean, of course there are things that I own that I've gotten as gifts that are special to me, but The experiences and the time together are what really matters. My sister and I got into a pattern where we were giving each other gifts year after year for our birthdays. We're like, no, let's go out and have dinner every Mm -hmm. birthday. So I would take her out for her birthday. She would take me out for my birthday. And that was so much nicer than... Well, time together is a gift. Exactly. Especially as we get older and we get busy and, you know, yeah, you can text. Yeah, you can call, but there's nothing like the time together. So, right. Well, right, so we're going to share from our community, and this is my favorite part. You know, I love when we have guests, Sherry. I love it. We've had some great guests, but I really love when we share community stuff like this a lot. Yeah, and if you are listening and um, you want to know how to get, you know, how to um, contribute when we do like our um, community-led lessons uh, like this, um, join our Facebook group um, and you know, randomly, I will put out a form that you can fill out and submit your, you know, answers to whatever the question of the week is. And then um, that's where we get our answers to use on the podcast. So yeah, join us there. There's about, oh, there's over 10,000 of us there. So anyway, Tracy Massey, she said, my mom and mother-in-law have everything and are very hard to shop for. So I always give them personalized gifts with photos of family, including family that are no longer with us. I've done photo collage blankets, pillows, and recently a wall clock, which everyone loves. We recently had professional photos taken on the beach with matching outfits. So this Mother's Day, I will be doing canvas photos and one will be a long panoramic one with all of us hand- holding hands in a line. Oh, that's great. I love I do that. Love that. All right. Alicia from Alabama says, my husband loves to cook and try new things. So I signed him up for a meal kit service. Oh, that's a really good one. That is a good one. I gave that to Cal and Kate before and yeah. and that was really helpful. And this year for his birthday, I'm like, all right, Cal, I'm, I just sent him a garlic press. <laughs> <laughs> See, they don't have to be expensive because he was at my house and, and he was like chopping up the garlic. And I'm like, no, use a garlic press. He's like, no, I don't have one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Instead of a garlic press, gonna change his life. Doesn't have to be expensive. Well, like my parents love, they love cheese and they love like you know jams and jellies and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, you know Stonewall Kitchen. I do. Are you okay, they've yeah. got really good stuff. Yep. So I sent them like a 
a box for their birthday. It was like a joint gift because oh, their birthdays a are a one. week apart. Gifts like and that like that my dad loves mustards. I got him some like flavored mustards. Yeah. And yeah. And just because it's like fun, they're things that they can't really get at their local grocery store. And they're more like boutique type things. And they would never yeah. spend a hundred dollars on jams and jellies and cheeses and stuff. So I well, did true, it But them. you know, I, I loved Cal it. And Kate's son basket because she's a vegetarian and he eats vegetarian at home and they liked it so much. They continued it after, after mm-hmm. I sent it to him. Mm-hmm. So, so Danielle from Strongsville, Ohio, she said, every time my husband had a bonus check deposited, he asked if it was enough for a Ferrari for his birthday. One year, I got him an extreme experience. He was able to drive a Ferrari around a racetrack. Once we got there and paid for insurance videos and photos, it was pretty expensive, but he loved it. It was a once in a lifetime experience. He'll never forget. Yeah. Yep. Just like yours. That's just like you mine. totally know. All right. Cheryl from North Carolina. She said gifts of local meats, cheese, and wine seem to be well received and supports your local community. I actually love that. Yep. Yep. Local foods, special mm-hmm. things like that. Jude in Fishers, Indiana. She said, my daughter gave me a new silicone band for my Apple watch, which was great. But she told me I needed to take it out from its package to see it. She ordered it from Etsy and it had it engraved with a personalized message on the inside. It says, you inspire me. And it had her childhood nickname that I used for her. It is my favorite watch band to use. No one else sees it, but I know the message is there. Oh, that is such a good idea. That is such a good idea. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Have a private message on the inside where no one sees Mm -hmm. it but you, and you know it's there. Oh, Dawn from Rhode Island. This isn't a recent gift or a gift I gave. It's a housewarming gift I received. We got some great things and very helpful gift cards, but one of the gifts was a rectangular platter, probably just a $10 to $15 thing from Marshall's. We don't use it every night, but it's great to put cooked food on when it comes off the grill. Every time I use it, I think of the family who gave it to me. It's something practical that gets used often and not just for holidays. Everybody does need really good platters if you don't mm-hmm. have any. And again, that's not something that you're like, oh, I need to shop for a platter. I am. I'm Are you? Yes. Really? I love oh, I wouldn't. I love platters. Yes. Well, because I always, you know, even here at the beach, I didn't like, not everything came with me, but I brought, I mean, you got to. Like, we'll be having a little charcuterie today, and I'll be setting it all out in my my platter. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Ross, she shared, my dad turned 80 last year and said he didn't need a thing. But I saw a company that reproduces the night sky at the exact time and place you were born. The gift came in a beautiful frame with his name, the occasion, and a heartfelt message from us. It was a hit. It is the best thing I have ever bought him. You know, I actually got that similar thing for Cal and Kate as a gift um, one year. It was the the sky over where they got married. Married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. All right. Angela from Houston, Texas says, my husband and I and our group of friends has gone a little unorthodox when it comes to gifting. For birthdays, we all give a large gift that is a collection of things that we found over the course of the year that reminded us of you or that we thought you could use. We like gifts to be consumable, useful, and not just stuff to sit around. For one of my girlfriends, that might include a pair of earrings from a sustainable co-op she supports, a bottle of wine I think she would like, a new gadget that I found that might be useful to her, etc. Then for Christmas, we always gift an experience. For example, a hockey game, a theater show, or a concert. 
It's less about the cost because you basically pay for yourself, but it's more about the plan to spend time together. We also gift time to each other throughout the year by volunteering at organizations that are near and dear to our friends' hearts. We wanted to move away from the kind of gifting we grew up, we all grew up with, you know, the one where you open eight new throw blankets or candles or body wash that you'll never use because people think they just have to get everyone something. We got tired of all the clutter and the gifts that weren't meaningful or even useful to us, so we decided to do something different. This has also been helpful because it's not a focus on money. We're all in different places in our financial journeys, so this way there's less emphasis on the money aspect. We frequently give homemade gifts as well. One of us is a baker, one of us is great at woodworking, one is great at crafts and wearable art, so we are all giving gifts from our own resources. It's made for some amazing and well-loved gifts. You know, Sherry, that brought me back to when I was teaching at Aiken Elementary, like in the 90s. There was one family... The little girl's name was Franny. I remember, I don't remember how I pulled that out of my head, but I remember her name was Franny. I can't remember her last name. Her mother baked the best bread. And every year, Franny would bring you a loaf of that bread. I was the science lab teacher, so Uh I got one every year. And (laughs) I was like, oh, the bread, you know. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I still remember it right to this day. Shannon says, my husband knows how much I enjoy dancing. So for our anniversary, he bought an in-home dance instruction video for us so that we can learn to dance together. Oh, I love that. All right. Teresa from Virginia said, recently, I painted and drew and framed a family tree for my mom as her 75th birthday gift. That's really nice. I love that. My dad would like that. Mimi in Connecticut said, my daughter and I decided to give my husband an experience for his birthday rather than material object. So we made a date for a specific evening, told him how to dress, and we took him to a comedy club. He loved it. Oh, that does sound fun. Tanya R. said, one of my favorite gifts has been a Mother's Day gift about two years ago. My adult kids pitched in and got me a subscription to a spa and book box. Each month, I would get a paperback book, bath and body items, and a surprise tea sample. So each month, I got a surprise pick-me-up, and it has been one of my favorite gifts. I also would use the products regularly. So when I opened my first one, that's when I was told there were more coming. So it was the gift that kept giving. Have you ever given anything like that, Sherry, like a subscription? I have not. No. And I did I not have. know there was a spot in book box. Uh, no, I didn't know that. I've given also Cal and Kate because they live in a very tiny apartment in San Francisco. So they don't need a bunch of junk cluttering right. it up. So like I've given Cal... Like, you know, specialty beer, craft beer of the month, like three three months or six months of, Uh you know, special craft beer. Or one year I gave them this coffee subscription where you actually got to go in and take a questionnaire. And then every month you would get a different coffee Coffee based on kind of like that based Mm -hmm. on how you answered what you Uh liked. And I've given them like they like to cook together, like I said. So I've given them like pasta and sauce of the month. Things like that. That's so, fun. Yeah, I think so too. Because it's, you know, every time it comes, they think of you. And yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Ellen from central Wisconsin, she said um, for her daughter's baby shower gift, they gave a gift c- certificate uh, to the parents, the expected parents' favorite photographer. And they, she said they loved it. And there were no multiples such as other gifts. That is so, really a good one. 
Yeah, I would never think of that. No. Everybody wants to have new baby photos taken. Absolutely. All right. Melinda from Durham, North Carolina says, this was a gift I gave my stepdaughter for Christmas. I found a favorite photo of her three boys aged two to eight walking in the woods. I knew it was special because she had posted it on Facebook. I turned the sweet photo into a paint by numbers piece of art using an online vendor. Three weeks later... After uploading the photo to the company's website, I received a fun, easy-to-do art project, a paint-by-numbers canvas, plus the paint and brushes I needed to complete my custom masterpiece. What a fun hobby. I work full-time, so this took me about six weeks to complete. I'm not an artist, but the final product was beautiful and special beyond my expectations. It looked like the photograph, but more of an artist's rendering of these three beautiful boys in the woods. I couldn't believe I had created it. When my stepdaughter unwrapped the painting, the look on her face was all I needed to know that I had hit the mark. She told me it was the most special gift she had ever received and what a gift back to me. Well, I just got goosebumps, sure. I, that almost made me cry. I know. Now I want to do paint by numbers of stuff. That is amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, would, I didn't amazing. even know that there was places you could do that. No. There's so many amazing things. Like you could do puzzles of somebody, like a custom puzzle. Oh, I did know lives. that. Have you seen mm-hmm. those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Carol from Greeley, she said, the best Mother's Day gift I've ever received is when my daughters got together and purchased a mother's ring for me with both of their birthstones in it. I have cherished that ring for years. They told me it was the symbol of the closeness that we share and that they would always be with me. I love that. Elizabeth in Vermont says, for the fast for the, for the last five years or so at Christmas, my siblings and I, and now the younger generation is getting into it, Give a donation to the charity of the person's choice. We are all in our 60s and 70s and don't need more stuff. Amen, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love knowing that my favorite animal shelter is benefiting from some significant gifts from my family. It also totally cuts down on the stress of the holiday. If we find something we know the person would love, we do give it, but there's no expectation from any of us to do that. For the younger kids, we still have presents under the tree, of course. Yeah, we made that shift in our family a long time ago. Just the kids. You know, this made me think um, years ago, my aunts and uncles would always do a Christmas tree ornament and a lot of them were handmade or whatever. So you would bring as many ornaments as you had people and then you would exchange them. And so then you would take home as many ornaments as you took, but they're all different. Oh, I love well, that. After so long, everybody had plenty of Christmas ornaments. Right. <laughs> so um, my aunt worked for a um, for a school district back home, and the schools would have like a family that they adopted at Christmas. And so she said, you know, we've been doing this Christmas ornament thing for a long time. I was thinking rather than us spending money on ornaments, what if everybody just gave as much money as they wanted to me and I would make a donation to help support one of these families that were adopted. And so that's what my family ended up shifting to after a while, which yeah. was such a better use of money than giving people more Christmas ornaments that they don't. Yeah. Need. That was fun though for a while. Till it you was. Had yeah. You had enough. Sadly, I had a box of those ornaments and somewhere in one of my moves, I lost my entire oh, box of Christmas so ornaments. Sad. And yeah. my mom had hand quilted like a um, Christmas tree skirt and a table runner and some little Christmas pillows. And it, they were in that box too. And they're just oh. gone forever. Broke my heart. Yeah. Nicole from Aldi, Virginia. I don't know if I said that right. The most memorable gift. Let me say that again. 
Nicole from Aldi, Virginia said the most memorable gift seems to be experiences, a cooking class, a concert, family photo sessions, or just taking a trip. Nobody in my family needs more stuff, but experiences are what you will remember forever. All right. Alexis from Ohio says, for Mother's Day last year, my husband and children got me flowers delivered once a month for a year. It's very nice to have fresh flowers just randomly show up. That is nice. I do love love flowers. Yes. I will never be sad about getting flowers. They always make me happy. You know, sometimes if I'm just having a rough week and I go to the grocery store, I buy myself a bouquet of just the biggest, most colorful, fresh cut flowers, not roses, just, you know, whatever. It could be a wildflower bouquet. And just bringing that color into your house, it's like adds life and happiness. It's true. I love flowers. Mary Haas, she wrote, I'm an artist and clients commission me to paint meaningful gifts for their friends and family. Every painting is a creative collaboration with my client, selecting the right elements for the painting in the right lighting with the right color scheme. Last holiday season, a woman commissioned me to paint her brother's beloved cat that had passed away recently. Their mother had also recently passed away, and they had noticed the appearance of cardinals when they most needed to feel their mother's presence. So in the painting, there is a cardinal snuggling with the cat. We had a wonderful time working on that collaboration together, and I know her brother found it very moving. I have painted children and grandchildren, dogs, childhood homes, favorite vacation spots, family businesses, and important religious teachers. I have painted a mom's favorite flower for Mother's Day and a painting of an elementary school for its retiring principal. I have painted color versions of old black and white photos and sepia-colored versions of color photos. I can be contacted for paintings through my website, maryhaas.com. I'm in Northern Illinois, but I ship all over the U.S. There are a range of sizes and prices, so the price of this type of gift can be somewhat flexible. It's a little more than buying someone a book or flowers, but even a larger, more expensive piece is less than the latest smartphone. For your listeners who live internationally, I know from online networking that there are local artists all over the world that do similar work. Creating gifts for others has been an unexpected gift for me as well. Painting portrait after portrait helped me get through the sudden death of my mother last year. And one of the portraits has been really important to my dad in his grief journey. I've had similar feedback from clients that a portrait of a loved one who has passed away is healing. That's really lovely. That's special. All right. Kelly from North Dakota shared, for Mother's Day, I received a dozen multicolor roses and a wheelbarrow. It was perfect. I giggled seeing the vase of flowers sitting in the wheelbarrow outside the garage. The flowers were savored for a week, and the wheelbarrow has been a helpful tool as I continue to grow beautiful things. My family knows me well. And my family knows I do not want a wheelbarrow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kelly, I had to say that. Chad's like, I wish you would come out and help me in the yard. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no. I'll come out and point at things that I like and make suggestions. I'm not Listen, I just not a gardener. 30 bags of mulch wow. that I have to put out. Yeah. I so. wish I was a gardener. My grandmother was. She was she grew beautiful flowers. She was a member I'm of the not. garden club. I did not inherit that. No. No. I want to be inside or on the beach. <laughs> yeah, well. I was out pulling weeds in my oh. landscaping beds yesterday mm-hmm. so I can put uh, mulch down. And then my husband was like, I think it's cheaper if you just have your whole truck bed full of mulch. And I'm like, yes, but then I have to shovel it 
out of the truck and move it to where it needs to be a bag I can just pick up and carry there and dump out. That seems (laughs) so much easier. I don't care if it's a little more expensive. (laughs) And since he's not helping me, we're doing it my way. Well, the first time I did yard work was here at the beach house when Chad was like never coming to the beach house. He didn't say. Oh, and you cleared your path. Yes. And and I I bought myself clippers and I bought myself gloves because all these things like the beach has all these prickly prickly things. It was making me bleed. So to get yeah i have yeah. now guard i do have garden gloves and clippers so i can clear the beach paths so. well every time i pull weeds i get an awful rash all over my body i don't know, I know. if it's poison ivy poison sumac well, you poison need garden oak. Gloves. i don't know what it is do you- well i bought some garden gloves and then yesterday i was so paranoid i you know came in i took off all my rings my watch i scrubbed down with dawn dishwashing detergent because it's supposed to kill uh, oh. oils because apparently it's an oil that stays on your yeah. skin. So I like I did that. And then I tr- tried not to touch anything in my house. And then I just went and got in the shower, like took my clothes off in the shower because yeah. I'm so paranoid that I'm going to get this rash. But it's like I can't afford a landscaper to come pull weeds either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. If anybody lives locally and they'd like to come pull my weeds. <laughs> That'd be a great gift for Let's, Sherry. Let's make up a trade. I don't. I can do childcare, <laughs> walk your dog. <laughs> Brenda from Wisconsin, she said, my sons and I gave my husband two tickets for the week to the PGA Senior Golf Tournament that happened this summer at Century World Golf Course in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I don't know why I couldn't say that. He was going to volunteer to work there, but now he can just go and enjoy and take someone with him to enjoy it with him. He loves golf, and needless to say, he was overwhelmed by the idea that we did this for him. All right. Pam says, one of the most special gifts I ever received wasn't recent, but the spirit with which it was given is something many people could learn from. One Christmas, my young son wrapped up his old Game Boy with a Tetris game cartridge and gave it to me. I had come to love Tetris, which he knew. He wasn't old enough to have a job and had gotten a newer version. It was something I'll never forget as he clearly put a lot of thought into what I'd really appreciate. That's you so know, sweet. That that does make me think of when I was a teacher and would get things like that from kids. From old kids. secondhand weirdo things. They were pulled out <laughs> like an old stuffed animal that you could tell they'd had for a while. You know, Aww. and they gave it to me. And those those were from the heart and so special. Absolutely. Yeah. Robin said, our son got us gourmet mushrooms and beautiful cheeses from a farmer's market for our anniversary. I was so excited to cook with exotic mushrooms. What a great gift. That is. Susan from Virginia Beach said, my favorite Mother's Day gift I actually picked out myself. I got six knockout rose bushes. My in-laws helped me plant them. Every year when they begin to bloom, I get to enjoy my gift once again. I'm also a teacher in a low socioeconomic school and every year I pick enough of my roses for each of my students to give their mothers for their Mother's Day gifts, knowing that there isn't much money for gifts. It makes the children so happy to present their mom with a beautiful red rose. That I love, love so that. much. Yes. Anna Lee from North Carolina, she said, we as a family have never focused on physical gifts. We focus on experiences, theater tickets, sports tickets, and instead of Christmas gifts, a family vacation. We give gifts that create memories that will stay with us forever. Yeah. 
Another Pam has said, on my 40th birthday, I gave my mom a scrapbook I'd made. There were photos from when I was a baby all the way up to 40. I wrote a little blurb about each photo, thanking her for the different things she'd done for me or taught me over the years. It was tearfully and gratefully received. I've done that too. Have you made photo books before for people? No, my mother Oh my gosh, that. I've, I've done that. But I've got one. I can see one right over there to my right. It made the cut of what I brought with me, but there it is. 2008 to 2013. It was our really photos. I think I gave it to Chad for something, but now I can't. Oh, that's nice. I kept it for myself. Here, Chad, here's a gift for you. It's mine. <laughs> I would be more inclined to do like a Shutterfly photo book. But that's kind of what I'm it not is. crafty. Well, I'm not gonna. Is, no, I'm not gonna make one. the little craft pages and no, 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 put no, no, the no, pictures no. on no, it. No, this is one of those photo books. Oh, okay. okay I can yeah. do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do. Okay, you're, you're right. Pam's was actually a scrapbook. I'm talking about a photo book. So yeah. yes, no. I'm my mother's a scrapper. She makes oh, yeah, scrapbooks. Okay. I wasn't when she goes on vacation, she has to save her little tickets to things yeah. and the pants. So much nice. It's like scrapbooking, but with technology, right? Yeah, I think it's kind of the same. Oh, anyway, it's not the same. <laughs> I know the scrapbookers everywhere are like, I can't believe you just said that, but yeah, <laughs> I, I loved. I loved that. I also gave them calendars from photos. Have you ever done that? Uh huh. Yeah. Those are also fun. Yep. So a California grandma, she said about three years ago at Christmas, we received a small star-shaped box for my son and daughter-in-law's seven children, who are a mix of my son's three biological kids and his wife's four kids. The box contained a handwritten note from each child telling my husband and I what they appreciated about us. Blending us into the newly formed family had had its challenges, those notes were the most touching gift I've ever received, and I will keep them and cherish them forever. Oh, I love that. All right. Leanne KC said, monogrammed towels for kids going to college. I have given to both of my boys, and they are still using them six years later. When living in a dorm or even an apartment, towels are hard to identify. Jared, having a towel with the letter J solves this problem. You can get ones that look grown up and for either gender. That's a great idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. I remember having to go to like summer camp and having to write your name on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Karen from Georgia. She said, I love to give nice stemless wine glasses. They can be used for everything from wine to sparkling water. I also like to give and receive gift certificates depending on the age or stage of life of the recipient. We get to a certain point where we don't need anything, but who doesn't love a pedicure? a massage, or some other favorite indulgence. Absolutely. All right. Debbie says, my son asked for a specific camera to use when driving and racing his car. Insta360 3X, and it's amazing. The quality of the video is stunning. It's very compact and can be used for any type of activity, hiking, jogging, motorcycle riding, snowboarding, skiing, jumping into swimming pools or at the beach. It's waterproof up to 33 feet. The introduction video has so many ideas of how you could use it. You could really use it for anything to save memories in a new way, 360 degree view. Multiple accessories are available for the camera as well. I don't think I've ever heard of that. No, that sounds fun. I'm wondering if it turns somehow, the fact that know. it's a 360 degree view. I'm so curious, but it sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Christy said, I love to give and receive consumable type gifts. From gift cards to stores that you know that the recipient loves and could use to restaurants that maybe the person wouldn't treat themselves to unless they had a reason. For example, a nicer steakhouse might seem too pricey, but if they had a gift card, that would help them enjoy it more. 
I know gift cards get a bad rap and some will consider them unpersonable, but if you put some thought into where the gift card is from, it's very well received. I also like giving receiving things to do. For example, my girls have taken me for Manny Petties for Mother's Day or my birthday. Another fun thing to do is to take the person to Top Golf or a movie, and then you get to spend time with them as well. I'm taking my best friend to a comedy show for her birthday, and I cannot wait for the night out. Now, I want to say to Christy, I am 100% on board with giving gift cards, especially to restaurants. Yes. You know, I, I, I don't want like a gift card to Target, right? Right. Although I did like that as a teacher gift. I'm going to tell you, if you're buying anything for your teachers, teachers do need gift cards like that because they want to go supplies. out. They, yes. Mm-hmm. If I got a Target gift card, I'd go out and buy some Sharpies. I mean, you know. Right. Right. Anyway, but so yes, gift cards for teachers, thumbs up for that. And also gift cards for restaurants. Yes. Fantastic. I actually love to get gift cards for restaurants as well. Yeah. Because then you go there and it's like a special. You can order whatever you want. You don't have to be like, oh, I really want that. That's $21. But I'm going to get this because it's only $14. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I, I love, Christy, that you're giving gift cards for restaurants. And I love to get them. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I agree. And uh, yeah, my father-in-law came over and did some electrical work in my house, replaced all my outlets and switches. And I saw in some Facebook group that somebody had that done or they had it bid to be done by electrician. It was like $2,000 to have it. Wow. Done. My father-in-law just came over on several days and worked on it. Every time I paint a room, then he does that room. So I've almost got my house all switched over from that ugly almond to white. Yeah. And um. When I saw how expensive it was, I was like, gosh, that is so expensive. And he probably spent two full days working on it. Yeah. So I went and got him um, a Texas Roadhouse gift card. You know, you know he I, likes to go there. Because he loved it. We, yeah. we took him there. We just got a new one about 45 miles from us. So I, we took him there once. He loved it. So I got it. And he was like so offended that I gave it to him. And he was like, you do not have to do that. I'm like, look. You saved me $2,000. Yeah. Please take this $50 gift card and enjoy it. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Diane from Indiana says, I have two cousins close to my age that have become my best friends as adults. We lost our grandmother 30 years ago. We get together every Christmas before our big family gathering to make the sugar cookies she used to make with us as kids. Several years ago, I photographed the old beat up and stained recipe card we always use that is in her handwriting. I then had them custom framed for each of us to match our individual kitchens. I love that. Oh, that is sweet. Uh, Diane, I love sugar cookies. So if you're listening, would you post your recipe in the Facebook group? Because (laughs) cookies are one of the things I will bake. Yeah, I do love cookies. (laughs) Nicole says, we have had VHS videos transferred to DVD. These were old family videos, and with family members passing, it was bittersweet watching the videos again. For an elderly mother on a fixed income, we did a delivery order from a local to her, because we live out of state, grocery store of food items that are not in her budget, plus flowers, lotion, candle, and a cake. She loved it and asked, has asked for that again. Ooh, that's a great idea. All these delivery companies, you can get things delivered. Oh, do you want to know my, my, ha- my hack? Yes. So I think it was after my grandmother died during COVID. Um, They weren't going to have a funeral because of COVID and all that. Um, So I was trying to figure out a way to like do something nice for my mom. Yeah. 
because she'd spent a lot of time at the nursing home with her up until then and whatever. And rather than like have flowers delivered to her house, I Instacarted a bouquet of flowers, a cheesecake, and like a ready-to-cook dinner from Costco. I'd used my Instacart. I would just never had it shipped thought to her house. Of Instacarting to somebody yes. else. Oh my God. That is a great <laughs> hack. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. You got your runny's worth on that. No. <laughs> yeah. I just Instacarted Costco oh, to her. What a great idea. And then okay. I just messaged her and I said, you're going to have a delivery at your house between four and five. Love it. So, yeah. All right. Probably everybody already knew that, but I didn't. I never thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we when I traveled last year to Arizona, it was nice to have an Instacart to the hotel. Right. Things that I needed, you mm-hmm. know, like sparkling water and stuff like that. Yep. Janine from Oregon said, time. Aging family members can have so many things that they don't know what to do with and helping them go through a closet or room and helping them decide what to do with it means sitting with them and talking over stories about their past quite often. You know, that makes me think, Sherry, I have a memory with my, my grandmother before, right before she died. She, this is my, my grandma, Calhoun. So this was in the very early nineties. She had dementia and half the time didn't know who we were, probably more mm. than half the time, but she wanted to give me a China cabinet that my mother had refinished and she had, and we, we spent the day going through everything in that China cabinet, taking it out so I could move it to, to my first ever apartment that I had. It was like 1990, I think. And, and that she had a very lucid day with me going through that China cabinet. And that was such a special time. So, well, yeah. you know, those memories from when, when people have dementia, some of their oldest memories are their yeah. best, most lucid memories. Yep. So that gave her an opportunity to revisit the past. We went through too. everything in there. Love that. You know, it was great. Um, it, continuing with what Janine said, she said, food. I want to recreate past family favorites. Ask for recipes if they have them or ask about favorite childhood dishes that they connected to when he was a child, which also brings up stories about growing up. I'm amazed at what how much detail he remembered. Pet artwork. I have taken photos of his favorite recent pets or his backyard and turned them into some sort of artwork or craft. A big trivet with his basset hound, a collage of his flowers. Driving weekend to visit a friend. Dad was talking about his friend that he grew up with and that he would likely not be able to see anymore with his friend's health and driving issues and with his own. I set up a weekend getaway where I drive to dad's house and I drove us over to Bend three hours away and rented an Airbnb, arranging with the wife of his friend the best time to go and a restaurant too. Sad, but happy on the way home. At 82, he doesn't really want more stuff. That was a great gift. I love that. Megan from Georgia, she said, I make hand stamp jewelry. So I have created jewelry with the kids' names, the grandkids' names, and some with birthstones. And I've made several for customers. It's a great gift when they don't need anything because it's just so very personal. All right. Anne from Alaska said two dozen homemade cookies every month for a year. This could also translate to a home-cooked meal every month, giving flowers once a month, donating to a charity in another person's name once a month, endless options. Allows the receiver to know someone is thinking about them throughout the year, even if personal contact is infrequent. The two dozen cookies every month for a year was a silent auction gift at a fundraiser I attended, but also would make a spectacular gift for any one of a number of special occasions. Huge hit, well-received. Homemade gifts are nice. They are. 
Alicia from Birmingham said, my sister gave the siblings good quality wind chimes with our beloved grandmother's name, date of birth, and date of death engraved after Grand's death. Grand loved wind chimes and spending time outside. I think of her and my thoughtful sister when I hear them. That's nice. All right. Wendy Wilson Burridge says, I like to gift experiences. I took my parents to dinner and a show in December. They loved it and said it was the best gift I've ever given them. We had an awesome time. Kate from Pensacola, Florida said, when I retired, a friend from out of town gave me $100 for the express purpose of getting a massage. I had never had one before, but scheduled one immediately. I found a wonderful masseuse and I have had a monthly massage until the present day. And that's been 13 years now. I feel it really contributes to my good health and well-being. What a thoughtful and useful gift. I love experiences rather than things. All right, Devin shares the Aura digital photo frame for my elderly in-laws. It lets everyone in our family send their special pictures that appear automatically in the picture frame. It was easy to set up and easy for relatives to share photos. It would make a wonderful wedding gift. We've had one for years, and it has relieved me of the process of photo albums, and my grown children can share special pictures with us. We all love it. Now, I had never heard of that, Sherry. You know, I looked at it for my parents for Christmas. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, like you, I don't know exactly how it works. Somehow you like you connect your phone with it, so you can straight from your phone when you take a picture, send it to their photo album. Wow. Yeah. That would be a great, great, great. Now I'm thinking about that. That would be great for my dad and my stepmother that we could for Christmas this coming up year because uh-huh. all of us, their could, and they would pop up photos. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. And like wacky photos. We also like to play jokes in my family. So <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a really great joking opportunity yeah, as well. Yes, Sending wacky photos. Yes. <laughs> all right. Now my mind is working. Uh, so Devin also shared a Bose SoundLink portable Bluetooth speaker. The sound is beautiful and is a high quality gift. And with Bluetooth, it's truly portable. It doesn't have any of the glitches I've had with other Wi-Fi dependent speakers. It's great for graduation, shower, or wedding gifts. We love ours and have given several. And I actually have a little Bose SoundLink and I carry that thing around the house with me. We've, we gave Take it out for years. Is yours like rectangular or is it a different No, shape? mine's kind of round. And we, it sits on a little charger, that, but I can take it off and take it with me. We had a version of it that was rectangular that we got Will, I mean, so long ago. And Will is not easy on things, but he hauled that thing around. And oh, mine he, gets knocked off on the floor yep. all the time. And, and then we replaced fine. it and that, you know, after it finally yep. tore it up. But yeah, they have really good sound. All right. And our last one, I've really enjoyed this. I would like to keep going, but this yeah. is our last one. <laughs> Vanessa from Kentucky said, we have a local flower farm called Bountiful Blooms. Amanda provides a four-month flower delivery service for just $125. I love flowers and think it's such a wonderful gift. You're helping a local woman-owned business and getting a bouquet of flowers delivered to your door once a month. Oh, yeah. I would totally want to do that. Yeah. And that's not a bad deal. Four months for $125? No, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that has been so much fun. I agree. And like I said, I love when we have guests because we've had some really amazing guests, but I love when we share things from the community. That's what I, I have a lot of, I learn things, I get ideas. And if uh, you guys have an idea for a podcast, email me definitely, uh, or, or drop a suggestion in the Facebook group. Uh, you can always reach us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. Absolutely. 
So now it's time for our listener-led lesson. And today we have a life hack from Christy. She writes, are you wanting to learn a new language? Start by figuring out what the 100 most frequently used words are and learn them. These 100 words will make up about 50% of everyday speech. That is a great great hack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the end of each show, we share a motivational quote from a listener. And today's quote comes from Carol from Dayton, Ohio. The quote is from Jay Shetty. It's okay to grow so much that nobody knows who you are anymore. Don't look to the approval of others for your mental stability. If you're rejected, move on. Do not shrink yourself to fit the person you have outgrown. She said, I use this mantra to remind myself that going alcohol free was the best decision I made in June of 2022. My best friend and closest friends aren't crazy about my new life, but I love it. Discovering so many things about me that I didn't know existed within me. I was not an alcoholic, but I was a binge drinker for 15 years. And then she said, I love you, ladies. Well, thank Thank you you so much, Carol. And that is a really great quote. It is. Don't shrink yourself to fit the person you have outgrown. I love that. Yeah, we're not meant to stay the same. No, we're not. Thank you so much for joining us today. We would love to have you join us in the private Life Lessons VIP community. Go to lifelessonscommunity.com slash VIP to become a VIP podcast supporter. Your membership ensures that we can keep bringing you episodes of the Life Lessons podcast each week. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Reviews really do help us reach new listeners. We're a community-driven podcast, and here's how you can be a part of our show each week. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you would like to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? Email us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com or use the link in show notes and then listen each week to hear your story or tip. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.